What's up, everybody? You're not tuned in to the Hey Now podcast. Hey Now. What's up, everybody? It's your boy Kev, and I would like to say thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Hey Now podcast. On this episode, we got my guy Nigel Wright, who does global basketball marketing for New Balance. And when I tell you that's big, especially for a person of color, that's a, that's that's definitely a huge win for us. So we got into his journey, but as always, you know, we chopped it up on a few things regarding what's going on in the NBA and certain players. But overall, I think this is a great conversation. And I think Nigel provided a lot of gems that could really help a lot of people out, especially our youth. So enough of me. Sit back and relax. And enjoy this gem from the Hey Now podcast. Hey Now. It's been a while, man. I'm glad, man. Man, it's the Hey Now podcast, man. I got hey, my guy Nigel, you, man. 2021. Who, who I think um is gonna be a, a good conversation, man. Um, once we get into what he's doing, um, how he gonna you know shake up the industry, man. I had a conversation with him prior to this, man, and it was he, he, he know he know his shit, man. He know his shit, man. Shaq is here. Yeah, Shaq I let him, you know. In the building. How you feeling? Happy New Year. You know, 2021. Shiz. I don't even know. <laughs> shit, shit, shit. Yo, that was the craziest meme. Shit, say, yo, everybody hoping for a new year, 21, the capital shit. I was like, yo. Oh, yeah, it started up. Yeah, it started yeah, up. That's how we um started 2021. Man. Yeah, that capital stuff is kind of crazy. I just, yeah, me and Shaq spoke about it, and it would have been us. We definitely, uh, well, would have never made it to them steps. Yeah, sure. for sure. Yeah, we yeah. we would have never made it to yeah. them steps, man. But. You know, let's just hope, you know, things start moving, you know, in the right direction, you know, a little bit, man. Hopefully, man. I'm hopeful. I'm a little hopeful, man. Yeah, yeah. We got to leave that, we gotta leave that white on white crime alone, man. Right? Let, let them get that off. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we got to sit back on that one, you know. Right and just see it, you know, for what it is. Like, oh, that, I can't, that's I what they doing? I just the news to put it. Like, yeah. God damn, this white on white crime. Yeah, I, I that's want, basically like, what it was. Yeah, I mean, put it out there. <laughs> like, just this say is. it. Just say <laughs> that yeah, shit. So, can we, we can just lie. get into that, you know? Shits and giggles. We like that, too, you know? So let's get into it, man. So we're going to talk about Kyrie Irving, man. We're going to start this off, man. Uh, Kyrie, man, uh, I think he was MIA for, I think, seven games. Yeah. Um, he was, uh, we basically didn't know what he was going through up until yesterday when he had that uh, interview. So I just want to, I want to ask you, uh, now nah, I want to ask you, how do you feel about, um, how do you feel about Kyrie actually taking a pause? Honestly, I kind of, I guess how everything, just to take a step back, like, if you kind of just look at how 2020 went, that was just like a stressful year in itself. Like, from the players' perspective, they're stopping, they had to go to the bubble, they take them out their comfort zone, whatever, they millions. But, like, sometimes people just need a break like, at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, they, Kyrie's a human being, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sure... I, all of us in this room right now felt like, damn, y'all can use a week off. And that's how, I, and that's really how I looked at it. Like, yo, don't get me wrong, he's an athlete, he's paid millions or whatever, but he's still human. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, he got the same 24 we got, two arms, right hand, left hand, left arm, right arm, etc. He's human at the end of the day. He has feelings, he has emotions. Maybe he could learn how to control them a little bit better. But at the end of the day, I kind of respect his decision that, like, he just needed a break. You know what I'm saying? I think he just needs to reevaluate what his priorities were at the time. I mean, basketball ain't forever. You know what I'm saying? And life got to go on. You know, when you retire and you move on, hey, you could go fall into that sunken place and be forgotten. Like, who knows? So, I mean, for me, which I, a lot of players fall into. into yeah, you know, I was just, you know? I was just thinking about yeah, that. Yeah, they like, fall into that. It's so, it's so easy too, because like if you're, if you're a player like Kyrie Irving or any of these top athletes from when you're in college or even high school, your life is scheduled now. You're on a schedule. 
So sometimes, you, especially when you get to that point where you you got a few million and you're sitting comfortable, you're like, you know what? Fuck that. I think Kyrie knew it was gonna be consequences, and he yeah, and he, for sure. and he, and he took that. He was he like, yo, that. I need I need this I need this break. I don't. I, he got a hefty fine. Yeah, he definitely did. He definitely paid. <laughs> he got a hefty. Plus, he got a hefty fine. He got a hefty fine. But um, I don't think he's. I don't think he's sweating it. I think you know they're trying to. They're trying to set an example with the high fine, so that other players don't do stuff like that. Yeah. But I think he's also setting the tone that if you do need that, if you need to take that break. You know what I'm saying? You you could come back. You know what I'm saying? And you have to. And I don't come back James Harden. Right. I mean, Dennis Rodman did it. I mean, oh, he did the last doc. Yeah, yeah, we definitely Dennis Rodman. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? He took his breaks. Dennis Rodman. He has five rings. He has five rings. But he definitely, but but he was def he definitely took a break. You know, definitely all got right. But and he was fucking Carmen Electra. <laughs> yes, yeah, it was. Yeah. I mean, those, those, that situation is obviously different, but it has happened. I think for me, like Kyrie was just thinking about what his priorities were, like what's going on in the Black Lives Movement, and just honestly, I don't know if anybody really paid attention, but he took the break after the Capitol got breached. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I think that part of it is really forgotten in mainstream media. Everyone wanted to talk about. He should be playing. He makes X amount of dollars. X, Y, Z. Of course, he's probably going to say his family issues. Sure, that's the political answer. But I truly believe, like, he was paying attention to what was going on. And, like, yo, we need to wake up because that was crazy. Like, no, yeah. to have, like, a group of people who storm and breach the Capitol. And, like, obviously all the videos that came out after, like, cops let them in high-fiving cops, selfies, etc. Like, that was crazy. And I think he felt like what we all felt. Like, yo, this is wild. And nah, I, I think, like, he just wanted to just fall back for a second. So. Now that you're saying it, I, I think, and I think he's in, he's still one of the, probably the only players that... Really in tune. In, really in tune, tune with his, with his yeah. influence and his power and kind of didn't get sucked into, you know, sorry to, you know, to, like, LeBron controls the NBA because he... When he wanted to shut shit down, he wasn't really with the let's go back because cause LBJ said let's go back. Yeah, you know, you, so I you got to, now that listening to what you're saying, yeah. I'm like, you know what? Maybe hey, hey, he's still hey, Shaq, on that. Shaq, you, I like that. Maybe today today yeah. you came out, I like that. Yo, I like maybe that. he was still like on that shit. He thought niggas was going to fight. And you never know, the media will put the shit out like, you know, but maybe he wanted to make a, that type that, of that, that type of statement. And right. they was like, nah, we done making that noise. Yeah, exactly. Maybe they put the pressure on him like, yo, you gotta say a family excuse or something. And then like, hit him with this fine. So if you try it again, right? You know what it is. You know what it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah, I, I think another crazy. thing that they feel yeah. is all that you know the role that it plays on the mental. You know, like yeah. I get you know working with the DOE, I get like uh, mental health days. You know, I could take one. You know. Yeah. So I, I think it's needed because uh, if his mental is not right, then he can't perform. And I think people fail to to realize that. You know. Uh, and I think that's going into uh, the the second question that that I wanted to ask you is how do you feel about uh, these former players who are now, you know, analysts, you know, working for ESPN and these other networks, you know, how they come out and just dog these players, Passion, you know, like um, like I mentioned to you guys earlier. You know, the whole Matt Barnes, what I seen him right under, you know, yeah. somebody's page, like. Oh, Kyrie and his depressed ass, you know, you should trade him for some bigs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Stupid. Like, yo, that's wild. Like, I thought y'all was Stupid. supposed to be, you know, like... Like, unity. Yeah, unity, yeah, 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 that's yeah. my brother. Yeah. <clears throat> this and that. So, I just wanted, like, to kind of, like, get your opinion on that. I mean, for me, man, to be honest, I kind of think it's whack. But I think what people got to understand is, like, these analysts, like, they looking for clickbait. They looking for headlines. And... This is their career after basketball that they're building. So I'm pretty sure if any one of them was to see Kyrie or whatever player they bash, it would be all love because they kind of look at it as like, yo, I'm just trying to build my career. I need these clicks. My management ESPN is like, yo, we need some controversy. The show ratings been down. Like that's that those that's conversations good. actually happen. Like where you get um, leadership from these different brands and organizations who 
are looking for that clickbait opportunity and looking for those headlines and looking for controversy. Like, we all wow. know. That's, you know, that's wild. We all know controversy sells. sells. So it's like, yeah. you got to think about it. Right, you know right, what I'm right. saying? Like, <clears throat> look at Skip and Stephen A. Like, they started basically together, but they got so big that they kind of had to go their separate ways. Right. But they still do the same controversial headlines, clickbait. Yeah, corny shit. Corny <laughs> shit, right. So, I mean, I don't necessarily agree with it. I just think that these players are thinking about themselves. They self, Not selfish, but, like, they got to put food on the table. You know what I'm saying? Like, they got to provide for their family, and that's, that's what's paying the bills. But to bring it full circle, the NBA is supposed to be about unity. It's supposed to be about brotherhood and fraternity at the end of the day. So, it's like, there's... We all know everybody would have the dream to go to the NBA, want to play, and we all know everybody don't make it. So to be a part of that small group of fraternity, supposed to have each other back, God supposed to support and do all, all of the above. But you, that person, that retired person, is thinking like, man, I gotta pay this house, you know? I got this range. My daughter's about to go to college. Man, I gotta get this check. I, that, and that's what it comes down to. So it's like, I look at it. Yeah, child support, whatever it is. A I lot put, of them, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Whatever yeah, debt yeah. they might have or whatever they got to do with their money. Like, yeah. I just think that that's what their intent are. Not to say that I agree with it, but I think that's what their intent is, is to create that controversy, to create those headlines, to get people to come to their social media, the network, whatever they're doing, they want people to follow them. So... I mean, it's whack, but it's a business, yeah, but it's a business at the end of the day. Yeah, it's a business, and it's like... True. When I was going, when I was going to school, and people didn't talk about mm. about how athletes have to have a career after, after, they, after their yeah. sport. Yeah. Like, the big thing was, yo, if I go to the NBA, I made it. But nobody, you know, nobody really told you, like, after that, though, you still right. need something. You know something, what I'm saying? Yeah. And if you don't plan for that, you're going to sell your soul. Like, these characters that we're talking about right now, who are selling their soul, going against their brothers, you know what I'm saying, for clickbait. You yeah. know what I'm saying? For a dollar. Because you, you, you didn't make the right choices with your money because an uh, influx of money passed through your hands while you was in your prime. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And this is what I said. This is a lesson to the kids that, that's, that's watching this. Like, you... If you don't do what you gotta do with your money, you're gonna end up a fuckboy, like in your in in your el in your older years, like yeah. like and it's not not all of them, you know right, what I'm right, saying? Right. Not not all of them are. Let me tell you something. As much as as much as I hate, you know, and I don't want to say I hate hate is a strong word, but I don't like seeing Shaq as a as a commentator. <laughs> really, you don't? I, I, I love it. I love seeing him do it. You right, know what I'm saying? Right, right. right. But when I think about you know what I'm saying? All the kids that go to school for journalism and then yeah. they come out and they don't have no jobs and they don't have nothing ah. to do because they don't have any clout. And in this world now, the only way you're going to get a job is with more clout. And yeah. then you got these NBA players, they starting out with clout. So it's like, that that part of it kind of hurts me. And I think we would less be having this conversation about... Um, Meet people talking down on the players. If you, you know what I'm saying, because I think if you had regular journalists, you know what I'm saying, they wouldn't do it so fast. Some of these players are doing it out of their, their personal feelings towards players, personal situations. Yeah, Paul you know Pierce. What I don't care what nobody said. Paul Pierce hates LeBron James. Oh, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, you know, I was just watching that day. I see how just <laughs> big. Like, like why? Like, so, like, I don't care what you tell me. I don't care what you tell me. Hundred percent. That's what I'm. That's what I'm talking about. Hundred ten percent. Like damn, nigga, y'all both playing NBA. Like be happy. Like, yeah, he. Chips, nah, he like, does it know. for some reason every time. They spit on him one time. Like some weird shit like to happen in the game. Probably in the game, but I know after now since Paul Pierce has been an analyst, everything <laughs> he has said about LeBron okay James, like, he like he just know. hates him Not for some LeBron, reason. But yeah. A lot of be like, yeah, but he got something against LeBron. And that's why I think it's it's a little biased too. But yeah. that's what sells. That's what the that's the shit. That's the shit that sells. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's what the they want But they but, want ratings, but yeah. how do you feel when people say that? Uh, no, we need the people uh, that played the game or whatnot. To I was be gonna like, ask you that. Yeah, to yeah. be because uh, 
I, to be the ones asking us the questions. Because that's my thing, too, about sports. It's like, how you talk about the game but never played it. You know what I'm saying? You got people in the game that don't necessarily know the game. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not going to sit here and say, like, I played at the highest level, but, like, I played. You know what I'm saying? I played against top competition in the city, et cetera. So I know the game, but, like, from a bird's eye view, I will feel kind of some type of way if there's a Columbia kid who don't never picked up a basketball in his life is trying to give an opinion on the sport. But it right. That's the, that's my. But they only they thing. couldn't they couldn't make it there because that's a fact. if 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 those avenues were available, you will be going for that job too, and you would win over everybody. You know what I'm saying? And you have all these players, and you got. Countless D1 players that don't make it to the NBA that could right. be analysts. Mm-hmm. You got you got countless athletes that could yeah, do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that yeah, play yeah, the yeah. sport that are in college and need another avenue that 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 could be, but it's it's not there. You know what I'm saying? Mind you, it's it's very limited. It's it's, yeah, a limit, yeah, it's limited yeah. spots. You know what I'm saying? We're not talking about yeah. TNT's probably only got ten spots for you, but yeah, yeah. but still, that's ten. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. you, know, you gotta think about it too. You know, a lot of those players might have relationships with some of those networks. You know what I'm saying? They, sure, for they all we know, Kenny Smith could have been roommates with the producer sure. over at. TNT or whatever. Yeah, like networking, right? You know, those relationships might carry over into certain situations. So, I mean, I get it. I understand both sides, but think about it like this: if you, if you was the owner of TNT, you own the TNT, right? You got a pool A of talent, great journalists, graduated college, etc., and then you got another group of former athletes, recognizable faces with a following. From a, a networking perspective, they're gonna go to they're gonna go to that because they know they have, that group of people already have an audience that people is gonna follow them. So it's like you gotta give and take. It's like which direction you wanna build, and what you said ain't wrong. It just but some people might not be patient to go that. You route. know, all right. Now I'm not, I might sound a, a, a tad <laughs> bit ignorant saying this too, but also like we've seen an influx of. Female commentators, right? Yeah. I I necessarily don't know their background at That's all. Fair. I don't even. <laughs> I ain't gonna say anything. Hey, I do. I don't. You know I what I'm saying? Like I I have no, I have yeah, no idea I have no where these idea. females have come from, how they got to that position to be there. But I know somebody said um, somebody gonna start complaining if we don't put a female. <laughs> <on there. laughs> hey, 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 we need some diversity. We need some diversity. We need some diversity. Yeah, yeah. talk about football. Yeah. 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 The now, first ones it. did it. I'm gonna keep it a buck. It's gotten a whole lot better. It's gotten a whole yeah, lot better. Yeah, in the beginning, we're getting more. I, I, and I actually like. Uh, for some reason, I, I really like when former uh, like WNBA players. I like when they um, start no, commentating. Like, that's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. Even if it's that, let me tell you. Even if it's that, even if you took all WNBA players that wasn't making that much, and I seen them doing the M- on the NBA. You and, know what I'm and, saying? and leave them, and leave them here, so they won't have to go overseas. You know what I'm saying? I think, yeah, something, but something, yeah, yeah. balance it out, man. Yeah, create some type of opportunity for them. I agree. I and agree. and the big thing we gotta work on is why why we just like to listen to neg- negativity because this shit is it's hilarious. No, no, we, no, nah, Shaq, man, you always have to understand, man. It's exactly what I just said, man. Is 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 negativity? Is is being you know putting people down? That sells. Yeah, that's what people want to hear. That's what people want to hear. Yeah, yeah. People don't want to hear none of the good stuff you have, you have done. That's why niggas not listening to us. That's why you're not listening <laughs> yeah, to us. Yeah, yeah. Fuck y'all. You know? Yeah, people want to. So it happens, yo. Yeah. So. I don't agree with it, but that's just what it is, man. It's not exactly. Yeah. All right, no. man. So, 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 so we, 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 we talk some hoops, man. So, Raja, man, let, let's get into. Let's get into you, man. So, to let, yeah, let people know, you know, uh, where you from, you know, former Rice Raiders. Yeah, so former I know, Rice Raiders. So yeah. I know you came <laughs> up with a with a lot of uh, with a lot of funny with a lot of characters. I know yeah, you came man. up with, with you know some interesting ones, man. Yeah. So, so and then what do you do, you know, man? So so let's get into it, man. Yeah, yeah. So um, I guess how we kind of mutually know each other. I played high school at um, high school boy at Rice. 
Um, my class was Russ Rob, Artie, Wamey. Party Artie, that's yeah, my Artie guy. Yeah, that's my guy. <laughs> um, Wamey, shout out to Wamey. He went to Providence, another D1 guy. Yeah, Wamey. Uh, Dwight Burke, uh, he went prep and then went to Marquette. A couple other guys. Um, but, like, that was primarily my class. Under me, you got the Ega, you got the Cash, Kirk Kelly. Okay. Um, above me, a couple of years, Kiki, J. Kiki, Bob, yeah, yeah, Steve Bird, Christian. Right. So, I got a chance to kind of experience like some of the older cats, like what Kiki and all them was doing, and then kind of watch a lot of what the young guys was doing, like Edgar, Kirk Kelly, Tasco. He was right there in the yeah, middle. Yeah, I was like right in the middle. Um, so it was dope, man. Like Rice, like. Man, unforgivable experience. Like, I wouldn't trade that four years in the world for anything, man. Like, that was probably, like, the best four years I ever had I in my bet, life. man. I got some, yeah, I got some interesting people, yeah, man. Yeah, interesting man. characters, characters around. Yeah, Mike, shout out to Mike Watson, too. Mike oh, Watson man, was there yeah, for a while um, before he went over to uh, Mount Vernon. But Mike Watson's my guy, too, yo. Mike was a, yo, Mike is a character. I, lo- I believe it, yeah, man. Mike I believe y'all had a man. few, man. Yeah, Ev, man, Devon. There's a couple of guys in there. But, um... I mean, for me to keep it a buck, yo, like, I played high school, whatever, had an opportunity to play a little bit at college, you know, I went to Penn State. Penn State, right, right. Um, and I just started to think about my future a little bit more. Like, I realized, it got to a point, so, me and Russ was like this. Me and Artie, me and Russ and Artie was like this, but I had a different relationship with Artie how I had with Russ, Russ you know right. what I'm saying? And those two were like the... The shining stars of like my class, you know what I'm saying? Russ had the opportunity to play at Kansas, won a national championship. Artie went to Manhattan, transferred to Dell State, etc. But I think one common thread I found was like, yo, they work extremely hard, and like, who knows what the fuck is going to happen after this? You know what I'm saying? Like, like I could talk to Russ like, yo, I had a 6 a.m. practice, I got two classes up until 10 o'clock, then we got to catch a flight. I'm like, yo, you in college, bro. Like, that's crazy to me. Like, that's exhausting just to hear right. this kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's exhausting. So, for me, I was just thinking about my future. I was like, yo, that, like, I'm good. But I'm like, do I want to really put myself through that? Like, I'm going to be honest. I don't know if I really love the game as much as they do. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, that's, that's just real. me just keeping the ball. And when did you actually, like, kind of, like, realize that? Because a lot of people wait till, you know. Too late. Too late. You know? I'm going to be. I would say I would say high school a little bit. Although mm-hmm. I was, like, surrounded by the superstardom, mm-hmm. et cetera. A part of me was just feeling like, I don't know if I really want to do this like if this is the route i want to go right or if anything what's my plan b injuries happens you know what i'm saying like you might not be the best player whatever whatever and i bring russ and Artie into this because they were the man in high school they get to college they start fresh Right. Russ got played behind Aaron Miles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He um, got to work his way. Right, right. Mario right, Chalmers right. came in. Sharon right. Collins came in. Artie. I mean, Artie had an opportunity to kind of make his splash right away, but, like, he still had to learn. Like, it was still a process. And for right. me, I was like, yo, I, I don't necessarily love the grind of the sport, but how can I, like, do something around the sport? And, like, I guess I just stayed in the world of curiosity. Like, I. Sports is basically media at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? It's a it's a platform that everyone watch, use for entertainment, etc. So when I graduated college, actually my first job was um, working at TV One doing media stuff. Okay. Um, so I was at TV One. Um, I want to say for like four years. Um, doing like what you mean doing media stuff? All right, so. <laughs> Good question. <laughs> Media stuff. Nah, that's a good question. Nah, that's real talk. So for me, my role was basically like TV One is a cable network. Yeah. You watch at the time Martin was like the thing for TV One. Those commercial breaks are advertisers that we work with. I basically help put together the the strategy for when those advertisers run. Like when? Like, okay. Like, like, like the time slots, slots. right? Okay. So. In the TV world, I want to say there's about four or five time slots. So there's early morning, which is usually 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. There's daytime, which is 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. There might be prom time from like 
5 p.m. No, it's fringe from like 5 to 7. Because that's usually like when people were like commuting back home, etc. Prime time is like from 8 to 11. And then midnight to like 3 a.m. is like midnight, basically. So I was working with a group of advertisers that came into the network and figuring out, based on what they was paying us, where would they run? So I'll give you an example. So you got a budget. These stock slots cost X amount. Exactly, exactly. And you got to spend it accordingly. Accordingly. So I help basically showcase where they spend their money, but from a TV perspective. So I'm making this up. Jordan Brand was, our, um, they had advertisement on TV One. Jordan Brand might want only primetime spots, so they will pay a higher price point. And I'll help them get those the best primetime spot. So mm-hmm. knowing knowing the network, if like Wednesday night Martin probably does the best, I'm gonna make sure Jordan Brand runs around that. around Wednesday. Right, right. Gotcha. 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 right. A, a commercial of, of Air Jordan this coming soon. Right, oh, okay. exactly. Cool. So cool. that was kind of like my role within TV One. Like I kind of help a lot of the advertisers, like just basically schedule their their billboards or avatar commercials etc on tv for four years for four years did that for about four years <laughs> we like, made a lot of connections yeah i definitely made a lot of connections um funny story <laughs> i mean i remember i was at a cookout one day i ran to ferg ace i ferg i was like my people's from i used to be a camp counselor on this old block mm. so this is before he was asap ferg he was just ferg d ferg whatever he used to sell yeah yeah um he came up to me, he's like, yo, bro, can I get a commercial? I'm like, yo, it don't work like that. Like, <laughs> yo, I can't just take you to a studio and get you a commercial. Like, right, it's right. it's creative. There's agencies. It's a production team. Put that shit. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. there's things that go into that. So I'm glad you asked that because a lot of people don't necessarily know that part of the business. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of shit that goes on behind the scenes. Behind of the scenes like, of it. You know, and then when you're talking TV, you're talking 30-second commercials, you're talking 50-second commercials, you're talking 45 or 60. So you got to understand the algorithm, like when commercials are airing and when it's live. So um, was you doing the same thing once you went to uh, the Players' Tribune or not? Nah, let's get there, though. Let's say let's, let's move on. So, okay, okay. So, <laughs> okay. so Players' Tribune is actually interesting, but I will take you through just my journey. That's before. after TV1. Yeah, so know. after TV1... Um, I started doing digital, more so marketing, so to speak. So I was at Fox Sports okay. um, for about like six or seven months. That's a whole nother story why I left, but um, you can imagine. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Rockefeller Center? Yeah, I was down at Rockefeller Center, oh. exactly. Yep. Yeah, so yeah, I was yeah. down there. Oh, I didn't even know that John was down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Rockefeller Center. Right. Right. Yep. <laughs> so I was down at Fox Sports for about six, seven months. Um, left there, went over to like Disney, ABC. Um, I was there for about maybe a year and a half. Jumped over to like Turner Sports Bleacher Report. Like before Bleacher is Bleacher now, mm-hmm. like I was working at um, Bleacher when it was like kind of starting. Like it was more so like an internal group mm-hmm. under the Turner Sports umbrella and it got so big it became its own brand. Um, so I was like there before it blew up. Um, went over to USA Today for a little bit. And I guess that tenure was like maybe a seven year tenure of all different places. And all of them kind of had a common thread of like, networks, publishers, advertisement, etc. But I when you asked me about when I started working at Play Tribune, it was like right after USA Today. So for me, just even taking a step back, I had a personal relationship with Derek Jeter, which you probably just now finding out about and I'll see you too. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> What? Yeah. So I was a Continue. part of. Uh, Dude, Jeter's the goat. I don't yeah, care what yeah, nobody yeah. tell me. Like, Derek Jeter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, SB said, wait, no, no, you were stuck a little bit. You were stuck. My fault. I saw him one time. I was on the cab. I saw him one time. He said hi to me too. I said, Mr. Jeter, I was there. Oh shit. Nah. So let me not make it sound like it was personal. Like I had his number, but so I was a part of his Turn Two Foundation, which is Jeter's leaders. So it's a nonprofit organization of like high school students. I actually joined the program when I was at Rice. So wow. it it was Little a program Rice. for right. Shout out to Rice. <laughs> so it came kind of like full, full circle, circle, right? Right. So when oh. I was leaving the USA Today, I was like, man. First, I was a fan of the Players Tribune because I followed Derek and his career. Mm-hmm. But then I realized what they were doing was just so different. Like you get athletes to tell a first person story, right. you basically cutting out 
the the middleman, so to speak. Like they could say it how they want to say it in their voice. There's no confusion. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I actually reached out to Derek. He pinned me in touch with um someone over at the Players Tribune. A couple months went by. Long story short, I got a job. So um, I was the same type of advertising. Yeah, so same type of advertising and marketing kind of thing. But I would say my role with the Players Tribune was like a little bit bigger than that in a way. So one part of my job because I did it for like so long was like really helping a lot of brands find their their real estate on the web page. So like if you go to playerstribune.com at that time. It was billboard ads, it was pre-roll, just how you go to ESPN, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I was basically the controller of that, like helping build out what that database looks like. Looks like, right. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> but the second part of it was like, truth be told, a lot of people don't spend time on the actual website. And what the Players Tribune was doing was really trying to do content creation. Mm-hmm. So we was leveraging athletes, brands, and putting together content that like basically makes sense. You basically call it it's branded content. So hmm. um I'll give you a perfect example. My first project at the Players Tribune was um a letter to my younger self that Quinn Richardson wrote um basically about growing up in Chicago. Mm-hmm. We had Showtime sponsor it because it was um a premiere for the show The Shot. So the Shot, like it was kind of basically the synergy of like Q Richards from Chicago, the show is in Chicago. Q Rich had a rough upbringing. The show is about the kids that are So we put that marriage together, and Q mm. basically wrote a letter um, talking about his upbringing. But on the webpage, you'll see the shy ads, you'll see right, the little right, things. Right, so right, it was right. kind of like that's what was my strategic thing mm. that I was doing there. Got you. Got um, you. So that was just like one small example. But like as a company, and we realized with digital media and social media, everything is content, everybody wants to see video. So I, I was actually helping like put together a lot of those brand, branded content like proposals. So when I say proposals, that includes like a media plan, which is, we don't gotta get into that, but like helping putting together decks, um, really just kind of more so showcasing what our capabilities are as a, as a company mm-hmm. and then showcasing it to the brands that we work with. So again, with the Showtime example, their budget was small, but we showcase what we could do with that budget. Budget, right. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of like the gist of it. You know what I'm saying? And then like, I guess the second part of me being at the Place Tribune, which I mentioned to you earlier, was the Knuckleheads podcast. So I was actually like part of like- D-Miles. Yeah, yeah, Rich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was actually a part of- Legendary shit. Part of- um, <laughs> The big open yeah, 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 get that podcast off the ground. So that Showtime um, article that we did with Q Rich, mm-hmm. that really built our relationship with him and that kind of evolved into the Knuckleheads mm-hmm. podcast. So Gosh, again, we talk about relationships. relationships. We, did, we did him right. We did well for him. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like that article in a way almost brought him back. You know what I'm saying? Because now he obviously still doing Knuckleheads. No, no, yeah. Because uh, we really didn't hear about like Q Rich, Rich and D Miles, like yeah. especially D Miles, for right. for a minute, minute. Yeah, so yeah, for a minute, yeah. Oh, so yeah, we kind of right. help. I don't want to take credit, please. I don't want to take credit. No, but from a just an opportunity per se, like we played a part, played a part, played a part, played a part, 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 part opportunity in a platform. And man, I, man, when we talk about knuckleheads, yo, that was a crazy, crazy project. I remember the first day. Like, as a team in the Players Review, when we was talking about it, um, we was like, yo, what do we, like, how we price it? Like, we, we got this dope idea, like, Q-Ridge, D-Miles want to do a podcast. They have all these relationships, et cetera. Like, how do we price it? And I remember we were, like, severely underpriced it. Like, mm. it was ridiculous. Like, <laughs> like we probably could have put our money together and brought it. Like, for real, for real. Like, it was that, I want to say cheap, but, like, it was new for us. It was a new platform. Like we didn't know podcast world. We didn't know how to price it. Right. So we realized, like, I right, let's just take a shot and just figure out, like, how let's just let's just do it. You know what I'm saying? Like that's literally what we did. We'll figure it out. And we'll figure it out. So we obviously wanted to get a sponsor on. That's when we got Hennessy on board. Mm. So obviously, you think about barbershop talk, Hennessy. It was the perfect synergy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It, it made perfect sense. It made sense. It made a lot of sense. So we got Hennessy on board, and we 
we did an activation to launch the podcast in Charlotte back in 2019. So, um, yeah, like from there, it was just kind of like the rest is somewhat history. So I, I had the opportunity to kind of really be a part of like the ideation, the development, That's fine. seeing like the the growth in the podcast itself. Like I'm not sure what season they're on now, but I want to say like maybe four or five. Maybe yeah, 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 yeah. They got a couple, right? But like. To see that growth from like season one, season two, to even I mentioned to you now, like they're doing the podcast um on Zoom calls or whatever. Yeah, 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 like yeah. just the evolution of how it went. But um They actually uh yeah. They actually just had uh Steve Francis. Word? Okay, fire, fire, fire. And and that's and that's why because again, like I haven't I don't know nothing about Steve <laughs> Francis, Francis bro. Like he disappeared. He disappeared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, Steve yeah. Francis Disappeared. So uh, couple people, couple. a couple people disappeared, man. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's dope. So you got the players tribute, you know. You do uh knucklehead podcast, man. Yeah. What's next? Are you satisfied, man? What, what's going through your head? Yo, man? so to be real with you, I was satisfied, but I kind of went a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? Like, I felt like <clears throat> there was opportunity for me to kind of somewhat carve out my lane at the players tribute, but. I just, I feel like I need a little bit more structure. And the Players Tribune, honestly, was just a startup. They didn't have the resources like these bigger companies like the ABCs, the Fox, the VH1s, MTVs, et cetera. Like, they okay. don't have those type of resources. So, for me, I was just like, man, I don't know. I, I felt like I just needed something different. I needed a change. Like, I wouldn't necessarily say I peaked, but I feel like I just wanted something new. Um, and it wasn't necessarily I was looking for it. The opportunity kind of came to me. So we did the activation in Charlotte back in 2019. Hennessy was on board. One of the brand directors for Hennessy um, was actually from New York. He actually went to Christ the King. Funny enough. Funny story. Wow. He went to Christ wow. the King. Yeah. So, um, I'll do Eric Martin. Shout out to E. Um, Eric Martin. He played with Riverside. You probably know him. Nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to. That name sounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He played Riverside for a little bit. He's like Christy King. Um, yeah, yeah, I gotta know that. You talk about. Yeah, he's a little to. bit older than me, but I you, gotta you know. probably know. I got to. So Eric actually, he was the group director over at Hennessy. He left Hennessy to go go to um, agency called the Robot Company, and we basically kept in touch. Like you know, once you see a person from New York, especially when you're out of state, right. it's all love. You know what I'm saying? It was just natural. Oh, oh, yeah, damn. it was all love. <laughs> Like, you know what I'm saying? So we kind of kept in touch. And we had lunch one day. He was telling me about the robot company. Like, yo, I'm over here. Matt Carter's the CEO. Paul Rivera. We got this. We got this. We got the shop. LeBron this. Like, I was like sitting there like. What does the robot company do? Get it So I'm like, yo, I'm sitting there. I'm his face. Yo. So I'm sitting there like, yo, like FOMO. Like, yo, what is this shit? What is this place he's talking about? Like. I'm online Google. You can't find nothing. You try to Google robot company. Try <laughs> I was to about to. That's you can't I find nothing. It's truly meant to be like some sort of. Oh, so no, so no, no. I, so no, I wasn't. But I knew I wasn't bugging. You wasn't bugging. Oh, you looked. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to, <laughs> you I ain't was gonna find nothing. nothing. I couldn't. Nothing. You couldn't, and it was built that way. That was intentional. Like it's meant to be. Like if you know, you know. Okay. If you in that circle, you in, in that group, realm, then you know. What's you up. know, you know what's up. So that was truly hmm. how Robot presented themselves. So me and Iman had lunch one day. He was telling me, he's feeding me in, like, all the LeBron, Mad, Robot, etc. He was like, yo, we got New Balance. You know what I'm saying? Like, New Balance is a client. They trying to get back into basketball. I think it was around the time when Puma actually jumped off, too. Mm, so yeah, I was like... Wow, they were signing Mad Heads. Yeah, they were signing Mad Heads. So New Balance was kind of in the same boat. Like, they were... They was a sign of heads, but like they were trying to get themselves back into the into that space. And full transparency, we all say New Balance. When you say New Balance, you ain't thinking of basketball. That's not the first thing. The, Far from it. The crazy part is, uh, so this is New Balance second time around, right? Trying to come yeah, into basketball. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember when I was younger, I actually uh, when I was playing with Riverside, we actually <laughs> got a pair. Uh, New Balance. Balance for real? Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, yeah. they had James Worthy and um, a dude that played for the Celtics named ML Carr. ML Carr, yeah. Yep. So they, those two were the two guys signed to New Balance. Some things happened. They kind of just fell back. You know right. what I'm saying? Now, 
or I would say 2019, they kind of like decided like, yo, you're gonna try and do it again. You're gonna try to do it again. So I get over to a robot company, boom, I have New Balance as my client, Sprite is my client. Um, had an opportunity to kind of like dab into like Beast by Dre work, um, IW Hopper, etc. But in a nutshell, ro the robot company was like the agency that was rooted in sports, entertainment, culture, and we just helped brands look cool. That was okay. like really what it was at the end of the day. Okay. So, so y'all helped the brand with the drip. Basically, yeah. Basically, God, at the God, end of the God, day. God, so, God, God. again, we're consultants. You know what I'm saying? Like, we know what's happening in the culture. We know what's about to be the next trend. Like, that's our job as an agency. Like, you walk in, it's a, like, the robot office is like a speakeasy type of spot. You will literally walk past it every single day and not know and what's behind know. it. When, exactly. Wouldn't even know it's there. <laughs> but, that's crazy. In, speakeasy kind of spot, bunch of cool kids. Like, I remember my first day, I was like, this is wow. Like, like this is where I work. You know what I'm saying? Like, you see Kiff stuff over here, Supreme. Like, I feel like I'm this is the robot coming in a way. Like, I'm in this in the office. So that's that's hilarious, son. You know how I many DMs out there simple, bro? <laughs> DM his I give my mind at least like every week. Word. Yo, Paul, man, you need yo, um, you need anybody to look for work here. Yeah. So got every week. Hey, Word, so, so PR is basically he's the president of the robot company. I remember PR when he was because I'm from Dykeman. I remember PR when he, he did was the playing. Nike. Yeah. Nike, but before that he used to hoop. Hoop, he used to hoop at Dykeman. Yeah. I remember his lefty ass, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. So PR is, every week, Shaq, I'm DMing him. Yo, keep it. I'm, I'm consistent, Shaq. So I gotta hit him tomorrow. Gotta hit him tomorrow. Definitely now. Definitely. <laughs> so yeah, I jumped over to a robot company. I was there for like, man, maybe a year and a half or so. Again, I had the opportunity to kind of like work on New Balance, help them re-emerge into the basketball category. One of the dopest projects I had an um, opportunity to work on, and I'll show you after, was Kawhi's Funhouse. And mm. Kawhi's Funhouse was basically, 20. if you think about 2019. He speaks? He does speak. Oh, yeah, okay. very little uh, way uh, he speaks. Uh, oh, okay. But, just, um, you know, it's just, the, just one of the things about 2019, Kawhi probably had one of the best years of his life. Coming off the championship yeah, in Toronto, yeah. like th this was right around the fun guy stuff, mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. um, all that ah. stuff was like, like he was kind of popping. He knew it. He knew what was going on. So, and then again, the ice on the cake. He left Toronto to come back home to So, New Balance basically tapped us. Robot was like, "Yo, we want to way Make a homecoming for Kawhi, like treat him like mm. not royalty, so to speak, but like give welcome him back home. welcome back home. Yeah. Show him but love, from show a, him love from a, from a brand perspective. Like, what can New Balance do for him, so to speak? So like, we always talk about athlete servicing, and like that was what the point of view we were thinking of. Like, what can a brand do to service this athlete? Not necessarily like give him money, but like just show right, love right, again. Right. So we put together this dope activation. Um, it was ourselves. Um, Shoe Palace, which they have the mm -hmm. actual um, real estate, so we had to use their store. And then, of course, New Balance. And it's a three-day activation. I want to say it was from Friday to Sunday. Wednesday night, we had a VIP night. We invited, like, a ton of influencers um, that was out in L.A., like Darren Davis, uh, Brandon Jennings. Like, there's, I guess when you get into that type of world of influencers, you got to be careful because some of these influencers might have, Contracts and deals with other, with other brands. Brand, yeah, brand, yeah, brand, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, so we kind of like weaved out who was accessible, one, who we could get, and we just make some noise. You know what I'm saying? So we had like an influencer night, it's like 500 people, gift giveaways, etc. And then Friday to Sunday, it was open to the public. There was about six exclusive um, pair of new balances released at, only at the pop up. Mm. So um, just really helping put it together that strategy of like, what to include? How do we market these shoes? How does the outside store look? Is there going to be any video playing? What's the run of show when Kawhi gets here? So, like, helping New Balance kind of really put all those pieces together. That's that, you know, that You know what's crazy? That's why, because uh, earlier I had told you that um, I did some work with Game 7. Yeah. Those are basically the... the Basically, kind of like what I did, yeah. like throughout Washington Heights with them. So I right. totally like you, get, you get what it, works, yeah, yeah. What, what you have to weave out. So it's so, so much yeah, yeah. that goes into it. Like you go through like like we had a video looping on like the TV screens out front. That video was 
probably one of the smallest parts of the project, but the, one of the most painful. That video that everyone walked past went through seven cuts. Like, we had to do seven different edits just to get it right. But that's the part that everyone walks past. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So it was kind of like, man, this is crazy. But, um, yeah, it was a dope activation. Um, Kawaxi came through. I'll show you some videos after this. But he came through, um, walked through the space. And, honestly, the space was really just to design to be in the world of Kawhi, in a way. So, as you said, like, does he speak? Right. No one knows, like, what Kawhi's personality is like. So, for <laughs> us, we were trying to basically... I was trying to figure him out? We, yes, <laughs> but we had insights like, oh. that you can't necessarily Google. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, and that was kind of what I leveraged, and that's what we brought to the table as an agency. You like, also want to make him feel comfortable, You want to make him feel comfortable, like, etc. Hey, yeah. Right. So, one of, the game, one of the things that, like, we kind of, like, wanted to lean on was, like, this sounds crazy, but Kawhi likes the garden. Like... He has a real estate in San Diego. He loves the garden. Right. He got a green thumb. So right. So it's, it's like silly stuff like that. Big but but a <laughs> if you include that into a pop-up activation, that would be like, oh, that's kind of dope. Like, honest, like, oh, you basically created his world yeah, for yeah, the yeah. consumers to see. Yeah, he, de he definitely wasn't expecting. Nah, nah wasn't we expecting actually didn't yeah. do the garden thing, oh, 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 I thought but, you guys did. I was about to yeah, say. Yeah, we actually didn't do it, but that was just an example. You know what I'm saying? So, like. The activation had like a, a it had um, a mirror maze, uh, it had a claw machine, so you, it's like Kawhi's hand, you could grab gifts out. Um, it had a pinball machine. That's dope. Um, it had a basketball court in the back, it had a bowling stuff, it had arcade games. Like it, it was, oh, yeah. you know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. We had different stuff that was like kind of tailored to Kawhi. Um, Great setup. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Just like really trying to like bring the community and understand the world what Kawhi does, because he don't have social media, he don't like Instagram, like, you know what I'm saying? He's not talking to the media. You're not going to find anything about him. So, for us, we just wanted to do something dope. Um, Hold it off. Yeah. Wow. And just to kind of bring that full circle, um, now work at New Balance. So, dope. um Okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> Don't say you work yeah. at New Balance. Yeah. Say, 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 say what's your title at so, New Balance. Like, go basketball marketing. So, there we like, go. Uh, yeah. There we go. Because yeah. we had this conversation earlier. <laughs> You know, there's not that many, you know, people, yeah, yeah, yeah. that work in sports, you know, and especially people, you know, that look like us, you right. know? Yeah, so, yeah, for sure. So, so um, that, that, that's big. For you and my, shit is big for us. Yeah, So for, sure. for all of us. Yeah. Well, go ahead. So, um, yeah, I had the opportunity to work on that project. I mean, I did other projects that had robot, like I did some spraying LeBron work, et cetera. But um, there was an opportunity at New Balance. Like, they realized in order to be a truly global brand, you need basketball. So... Obviously, running is a big deal. Soccer, they they have those two. You know what I'm saying? But basketball, they I didn't don't even know have. New Balance has soccer. Yeah, they got soccer. Oh, yeah. uh, yeah. Sadio Mane. Yeah. Everybody gonna sponsor that. Yeah. Well, you right. Yeah, you right. Yeah, you yeah. right. Everybody wants really to have soccer. Right. And I'm thinking they. I'm surprised they're going for basketball or football, but I'm gonna tell you why. Okay. So, to be a truly global brand. There's not any football leagues in other countries. Countries, exactly. Um, and New Balance perspective was like, okay, we got running, we got um, soccer. soccer. Basketball is the other global brand that everyone across the world recognizes. That's what we need to make our effort. Everybody know Michael Jordan, bro. Everybody know Mike. Everybody, everybody know Steph Curry. Everybody know y'all being. Everybody know So they realized like, Fucking okay, Marbury was in China. Right. They realized like, okay, this is where we need to make our mark. So, the category's growing. Like, they, in a way, Kawhi kind of fell into their lap. He had a uh, Jordan brand deal that someone with Sour, not Sour, but, you know, it was just time. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the money was really yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, So, he went on, did his thing with New Balance. But, like, they realized, like, okay, oh, shit, we got Kawhi, and we got him at his hottest point. What do we do? Mm. And they realized, like, okay, if we're going to be serious about this, we got to grow the team. And that's when my opportunity came in play. Like, I saw opportunity like it was almost it was mutual it was it was crazy like I probably interviewed with them for like three months like they really put me through the fire like I interviewed with like from the lowest to like the CMO like I they put me through the fire so three months yeah it was like a hmm. three month process bro and I was just sitting there like yo this is crazy they know me they know what my work and like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. they really got me sitting here meeting with senior directors the CMO I got me with this person and like this is a lag but I mean. 
at the end of the day, it was worth it. Right, you know right, what I'm saying? Right. And, like, I kind of went into this opportunity thinking about, like, as we talked about, like, to work in sports is as hard as possible. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to promise anything to anybody out there who's watching this or whatever. But working <laughs> in sports real is real hard. To work in, like, sports and be black is fucking hard. Like, that shit is tough. You know what I'm saying? Bro. Yeah, To Shaq, work in sports and be black and work in basketball? Bro, like, who... There's probably... You could go on LinkedIn, there's probably 100 people in the country, if that. I'm just making an arbitrary number up, but there's not a lot of us. No, I know that. Yeah. There's so not. That was kind of like my mindset, taking this opportunity. I was like, all right. I did the media thing. I worked at different networks. I did, worked at Players' Tribune when I had my time. But, like, this is really the opportunity where I could really make an imprint. I could grow with this brand. They're new. Not new, but, like, they're emerging to this and, new and category. This, this section is yeah, new, right. They're new in this space, like. Yo, I could really bring value. Like I could make an imprint. So, man, I just they. Yo, rest is history. Yeah. Good luck, man. Man, that is dope, man. That's dope, man. So, like, oh, uh, we also spoke about this uh, earlier. Uh, so you you'll be going to Boston. Yep. You know, cause that's where the New Balance, you know, headquarters yeah, yeah, yeah. is. So at, currently, right? obviously, this is filmed in New York mm-hmm. right now, but um, mm-hmm. I'll be moving to Boston um probably by the summer. Um. Yeah, I think like the summer. Yeah, Shout out to our brother who does the show with us, man. Beloved, he's actually from Boston. He's in Boston now. So, okay, fire. Um, fire. He's actually, he was the one who told me, like, oh, we're um, New Balances in Boston. I had, like, no yeah, idea. Yeah, so they headquarters in Boston. They actually got a really dope space. It's almost like a college campus. It's a big ass building. You said college campus? Nah, for real. Damn. Like, it's, it's huge. They, I want to say the building, it might, it might be three years old, if I'm not mistaken. But it's a huge building. They have like a track across the street. Um, funny enough, the Celtics actually practice right next door. So, like, New Bounds is right here. The Celtics is right there. I forget the the Boston um, hockey team, but they practice next the door. Bruins. Oh, the Bruins. Bruins. Yeah, the Bruins. Yeah. So, it's like a, a, like a campus that's like. Safe for sports, 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 right. sports area. Right, exactly. So we right. got a track that they, I believe they're finishing this year that's going to open. It's like a track slash concert. Mm-hmm. They obviously have the office. You have the Celtics practice facility and then the hockey. So it's all like right on right this little campus. Ah, right. Yeah, so is a dope location. That's dope, man. Yeah. So now, man, we we we, we chopped it a week, man. We had good conversation. I'm, I miss this. I miss I miss Yo, learning. Need this, I miss bro. learning, need this man. Back. And uh, um, so so before we wrapped up, man, what what, what are two things? Yeah. One, what are what are your plans? You know, with with, with New Balance, like, <laughs> what, what are you trying to really do? And two, uh, what'll be the the message that you have for for somebody for the younger audience who who might start thinking like you in mm-hmm. high school and be like. Maybe this might not be it, but I still want to be involved in sports, mm-hmm. you know, and I still want to be connected in it. Um, I'll answer that question first. So for me, I think the advice is like, first find your passion. You know what I'm saying? Find out what do you truly like enjoy doing. You know what I'm saying? Because like I always say this to a lot of people, it's not work if you enjoy what you do. You know what I'm saying? Facts. It's not work. Facts. So you find something that you truly enjoy, you would never ever wake up like, oh man, I gotta go to work. You would never true. think about that. So that was like one of the approaches that I took. And then the second part is like, ask questions, man. Stay curious. Like, network, meet people. Like, I know for me, um, growing up, like, I was kind of a shy kid. Like, I didn't like asking, asking questions. I didn't like raising my hand. I didn't like talking to people. But like, it's real. Who you know is kind of like determines like where you can go. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's real shit. And like I didn't have this relationship with New Balance, I wouldn't be able to have this opportunity to work with them. And like I didn't build with Imarin prior to me coming. Like you know what I'm saying? All every every step along my way was really relationship based. Getting to the place you that was relationship. You know what I'm saying? Like every step of the way was a relationship. So like for me, it's like 
Man, just stay curious, ask questions. Stay humble. Yeah, stay humble. Don't burn no bridges. Cause it sound like you ain't, you ain't, you know, you kept all Shaq, your all your I, networks yeah, intact. Yeah, yeah, I was just uh, nah, Shaq, you you hit a you hit a, like a Definitely you hit a good right point. Now, you, hit, right. you hit a good point on that. Because people yeah, feel like sometimes when they get in a good spot, and just because the next spot looks good, it's all right. Fuck this one right uh, here. You know what I'm saying? And people and people don't forget. Oh no. Especially when you burnt them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, that's a, that's a, yo, that, I think that point that, that's like so misunderstood. Like, so underrated. Like, yo, you burnt your bridge, yo. Like, and people forget, talk. And then forget that's about it. And that's the thing. People talk. Especially when you work in an industry, people talk. So if you burn a bridge, the next place you might go to, that person you burn the bridges might know somebody there or might know somebody who knows somebody there. And be like, fuck them. Right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, yo, I've seen it happen to uh, people. Like, I've seen it. And it's like, yo, you should have never did that, bro. Mm-hmm. Now look what happened. You know what I'm saying? Now you're in this predicament. Now you're in this predicament. Right. Whoa. So, definitely, that's a very good point. Yo, man. Man. Don't burn your bridges. Man, that's great. And then to answer your second, uh, your first part of the question, um, shit, man, go for New Balance. Really, for 2021, man, is really try to get people, um, really just exposed to the world of New Balance basketball. You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, we have Kawhi Leonard. Uh, we recently just signed Jamal Murray, which is a big mm, deal. Okay. Um, DeJounte Murray's on the roster. Uh, Darius Baisley, we did a documentary with him um, around I, his internship. With yeah, 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 yeah. That was kind of dope. I was actually uh, telling SB that. Yes, uh, Shaq, right, I'll right. tell you right now. So, um, Baisley, he's actually with uh, he's with he's with the Thunder. Yep. But, um... What he did was he didn't go to college. So what he did was he signed with uh with Rich Paul, yep. right? So when he signed with Rich Paul, yep. they he ends up signing with New Balance. So before he goes to Australia, because he ended up playing in the Australian league. No, right? no, he didn't no, 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 I'm bugging, I'm bugging, 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 bugging. He ended up um just he got an internship yep. with New Balance. Yep. So mm. he signed with New Balance, but then he got an internship with New Balance to understand the whole marketing, the whole yep. life. They basically gave him life after basketball while he's beginning basketball right. in a sense. Mm. And I thought that was dope. Super Fire. Dope. So Fire. That that particular kid, well, Darius, shout out to Darius, but like he it was so untraditional. So like just to kind of even double click on that a little bit, like he didn't go to college. He committed to Syracuse, decommitted, committed to the G League, decommitted. And like I think he just realized like yo I want to go to school, which is fun. That's cool. But he had a plan, or at least he had he had a vision. He but had it. something that he wanted to do, and like it was like unprecedented. Like no one's seen someone decommit so much and then do an internship. Mm-hmm. One key point I want to add: it was a million dollar internship. So he got paid a million dollars. To do this internship. Oh, nah, college. nah, I, I know he, I, I just, yeah, yeah, I just yeah. see, I remember internship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tap in, tap in, kid. Tap in. Tap in. <laughs> tap in. But it was a million dollar internship Mixed. for three months. He did work. For, no, no, no. He, yeah, yeah. he did real work, but he also had an opportunity to train. So it was a little rocky. If you, if you had a chance to see the doc, check it out. But like, it was rocky for him. Like, no, I seen, um, I seen a little bit. I seen how, uh. When he first got in, like he didn't know how to use like yeah. Outlook and stuff like yeah. that. He didn't know how to use like the email. Like he didn't. He ain't know, right? Like, he ain't know. So he, he had know. to like learn it. So for me, I think that's dope. Like first of all, I didn't know it was a hundred mil. I mean, a, 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 a mil. Yeah. I didn't know it was a mil. I'm sorry. I know it was a million dollar internship. That's. It's not bad to learn. Yo, 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 to the young whippersnappers, <laughs> <laughs> bro. No gosh, I better slide my homie DMs. <laughs> New Balance seem like they, yo, they working with us. You heard? Yo, I better yo. The young yo, you got some skills. Get your vids right. <laughs> Holla at New Balance. You heard? So yeah, we had um, Darius on the, the roster, check. and um, we got two other athletes. Um, I could probably officially say this: Tyreek Maxey is signing a New Balance. Woo, yo! Yeah, that was another. They cutting the check. Yeah, 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 that's yeah, another big deal. With uh, with, when y'all got Jamal, Jamal Murray? That's tough. Uh, that actually came out Christmas Day. That's tough. Wow. So yeah, that, nah, that's a good. That's a good one. It's good. Cause I know playoffs and all this, all this. I know. Yeah, we got some stuff coming out with him particularly next month. 
So we're doing some stuff with him next don't, month. Don't, um, don't, don't. February's going to be a busy month for us. Yo, oh, listen, man. If you yeah. need some help, man, send a sweatsuit. <laughs> I wear them. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I wear the new I'm model model suit. I'm out of some new balance for him. I'll take some pics yeah, for you. Yeah, yeah, you you go, you go to the basketball court. You're going to get a basketball court. Some flicks for you. You know what I'm saying? I get some yeah. gold flicks from oh, New York. Yeah. You know you need the street juice. Yeah. Yeah. Shit, yeah. I wear New Balance. You know what oh, I'm saying? I get nah. the kids. You send the kids. You know what I'm saying? Joints. I got you. I put the crate up. Yeah. I make. I give you the good shots. I put the crate up. Good content. Good content. Good content. Good content. Let me know, man. Listen. Nah, we got some good things popping, man. We got. Now nah, I'm ruined for you. Now nah, anything I see is. I'm. I'm now I'm New Balance Bass is over. Over than that. It's over. We got some good things cooking, man. Yeah, so I'm excited to be a part that of that shit. Nah, that's what's up. Yeah, bro. we got that's we got a lot of things working. So 2021 should be another good year for New Balance. Like they they had a good 2020. Hopefully, knock on wood. Continue Yo, that yeah, I'm gonna knock on foot up because yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know a lot of people who had a good 2020. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So 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 let's go for it, right? right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, sure. so uh, so nice, man. Ah, man, nah, man. <laughs> this is dope, man, no, man. I, Thank you, man. This. Bro. These, and this is why I was saying that I, I have trouble, you know, doing like the Zoom podcast. Yeah, that's right. You don't get this. I, I, you can't this, get this. Yeah, 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 I, that's the engagement, man, that yeah, I, I, I that I, I need and enjoy. You can't do it. I'm like, huh? What you say? Say that again? Yeah, you know. So it's different, man. So, man, it's a wrap. It's the Hit Now podcast, man. Shaq, you got anything to say? Stay safe. Stay focused. You know. Yo, pay attention, man. Like it's. We, we dropping a lot of gems for y'all. Pay attention, man. The don't information just, is out yeah, there. Don't just click on the negativity, man. Just you know the information. The negativity, man. Get some, get some nourishment in that mind. Get too, some positivity you know in you, yeah, man. Yeah, for sure, definitely. <laughs>